Good morning. This is Rumble's Radio. As you've been hearing in our news today, it's the first anniversary of the start of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. And we'll be marking that with the minutes silence at 11 o'clock. Uh, this morning. We can talk now to Amelia uh, Meremiz, who is uh, from the Rotary Club of Howarth and Worth Valley and has been out to Ukraine, well, on a quite a number of occasions, including a recent trip and only returned uh, a week or so ago. Good morning to you, Amelia. Good morning, Stuart. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you for talking to us. Um, a, an important day today, and, and you've been doing a lot of important work with the Rotary Clubs locally and internationally. Uh, tell us about your most recent trip. What were you doing in Ukraine? Well, we just got back. Um, I'm actually doing this together with another fellow Rotarian, John Midgley of Rotary Club Skipton Craven. And uh, we just got back a week ago on Friday. Uh, we delivered... 60 generators, dry food, 1.5 tons of aqua box water filters. We went there over with a 4x4 Mitsubishi Shogun Sport, a 7.5 ton lorry, and then a van and a trailer. So there were actually three of us. One more volunteer was Tim Dickinson, Halifax. And uh, yeah, so we drove to Lviv from West Yorkshire, and then um, I went to Zaporizhia in the east to deliver some of those generators and then to visit a refugee center. And we got back on Friday last week. Clearly, there are people from all over Europe doing these kind of journeys. What made you want to get involved in doing this in the first place, going back you know, over the last 12 months? What, why have you started doing this? Well, right. Uh, so I actually have been working in, um, in international aid and, and development and humanitarian aid since 2005. I started after the earthquake and tsunami in 2004 in Indonesia, and I worked in humanitarian aid, mainly in conflict and war zone. So I was in I was in Darfur, Sudan and, and Georgia in 2008. Um, and then I, I moved over from humanitarian aid to working in what we call rule of law and security sector reform. So I was in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And uh, and then I came back to humanitarian aid, uh, a stint in uh, 2020. And so so that's basically my profession. My career has been in this. So when the war started, I was actually delivering a training in Belgium for European Union aid volunteers. And uh, at that time, uh, we were it was a one week training. And, and on that Thursday, when the war started, we were all very much affected, kind of shocked, but somewhere less shocked. And uh, and then within three days, I had a phone call to go there to do some uh, evacuation of of uh, special needs tra- trafficked orphans. So that that's what got me into Ukraine in the first place. Wow! And the items you've been taking and the the supplies they've been donated uh, or paid for by local people and local organisations and companies. Right. Yes. I mean. So I've been delivering aid personally since September, driving over there, and uh, the the collections are they vary. Um, they're local uh, Rotary clubs uh, here in Yorkshire. They are individuals who are passionate about helping Ukraine. Um, local communities like the Upper Wolfdale community, um, and uh, and then we've got a very close network on and connection collaboration with Association for Ukrainians in Great Britain, AUGB. And they have branches here in Keithley and in Bradford and Leeds and Huddersfield. So um, we, we're 
kind of using all these grassroots uh, actors to collect, send out the message and collect the, the donations. And of course, social media is one major platform for us to, to raise awareness of what we are looking for and what we need to send. We were really worried about um, winter. So that was our focus was the first quarter of 2023. And uh, that's why we started in December with John Midgley. We took about dozen, 15 generators over and uh, and then we did another trip just after New Year with some more generators. And this time around, we took over 60 generators. So that has been a big focus, you know, duvets, blankets, warm clothes, boots, sleeping bags, um, anything that we can do to support the Ukrainian people through this uh, difficult time of the year without electricity and without heating and, and so on. And a, a long, arduous journey for you to make, uh, you know, three and a half thousand miles over seven days. Nothing, of course, in comparison to what people in Ukraine have been having to go through. But uh, while you were there, did you have the time to speak to people on the ground and get a, a sense of the issues they're facing at the moment? Yes, well, certainly. I mean, it was quite harrowing the first time I crossed the border in March to see those thousands of people in cars and buses coming across the Polish border. And uh, and then um, over the last year, of course, I've met people in different kind of contexts who have been in West Ukraine and, and sort of displaced and, and lived there and how they are still working and supporting the war effort. Just now, last time uh, in Zaporizhia, I visited a displaced center that was used to be an office in the center of Zaporizhia and has been converted now. And they had about 50 people staying there. Uh, we spoke to some families that had just left the Donbask region. And um, yeah, they had very difficult experiences and circumstances. And of course, the constant uncertainty, you, you can feel it even, you know, local people in Zaporizhia, how after a year of action by the Rotary Clubs, people are tense and they're tired and everybody's worried that where the conflict is going next and if there'll be another sort of push. It's also lots of people that I've been able to meet here over in the UK. Um, I was supporting, volunteering for a Polish uh, charity, Polish Integration Support Centre in Wrexham, North Wales. And they have really stepped up to support Ukrainians. So um, big shout out for them sending uh, tons of aid. And, and uh, I think they've sent like 80 trucks by now. And uh, yeah, they're supporting refugees so constantly. I mean, I used to work with refugee work in, in humanitarian aid. So that's always close to my heart and myself also being uh, uh, I've moved to the UK 20 years ago from Finland. So I guess I have this uh, understanding and, and concern for people who have left their homes and trying to rebuild their lives. And when we hear on the news about the situation in Ukraine or, or watch it on our TVs, a lot of the focus is on the politics. Um, how much um, of an issue is there still uh, for humanitarian need for helping those people who have been displaced and affected by this going forward? Oh, I mean, it's 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 tremendous. There is a huge need because um, obviously we're talking about about 8 million people who've been displaced. And, and so, you know, the needs that they have while they are not living in their usual uh, re residence or locality, which many, in many cases have been totally destroyed. So they 
are sort of in a limbo and they need, you know, everything from clothes to to shelter, water, you know, the basic needs um, need to be met. And uh, it's a humongous um, effort. Then, of course, we have the different uh, experience from the neighboring countries and here even in the UK, what, what people who've been through war need and it's a constant need. I mean, you, Rotary Club has been extremely active and, and we've been very much involved in the front line of the aid delivery and collection in, in, in Ukraine. And there, it's, it's a big network of Rotary Clubs. There's always sev- over 70 of them and uh, they've been at it since the very beginning. And, and the needs do not seem to be ending in any way. The, the, the circumstances change. Winter is different from summer, of course, but you know, uh, there's a lot of infrastructure that has been destroyed and people live with that, but they don't have clean drinking water. They don't have a roof over their head, no food, no funds or money to, to pay for any food. And if we think about a place like Bakhmut, for example, which has been quite a lot in the news, it's very desperate, very desperate for times for many people. And Amelia, this has been your 10th trip in the space of a year. I'm sure you're going to be going again. Unfortunately, there'll be a need for you to do that. What What can people locally here uh, in Keighley, in Skipton, in Ilkley, in the Worth Valley, what can they do to support these efforts that you're that you're undertaking? I found a partner in crime with another Rotarian, John Midgley of Midgley Motorcars. He's an ex-rally champion. And um, so he's been, he's got a lot of experience doing humanitarian aid uh, in Romania in the 90s. This really Ukrainian sort of flight spoke to him. So um, we got together last November, uh, just before I went for another trip of taking over some baby warmers to Kharkiv Hospital. But um, ever since we've been um, connected, we've kind of expanded a network of individuals who are working in delivering humanitarian aid as volunteers. So we've got lots of individual actors here. We've got the Besides the Rotary Clubs that are very supportive, we've got Tim Marsden in Huddersfield and Tim Dickinson in Halifax who are in our network. And, you know, we figured out a way to deliver aid very efficiently. We collect the stuff that we send a call out for through the AUGB network, for example, and then we deliver it. But what we really need at the moment is, and it is mission critical, you know, uh, if we don't have funds, and we are looking for funds for transport. That's the issue. You know, we need to get the ferry or the crossing over to you to Europe and then the fuel. So actually we've mounted this plea or an appeal for twenty thousand pounds for the next month of two thousand and twenty three so that we can keep sending aid over at least once a month. John uh Midgley has started a established a charity called FAST. It stands for Fast Aid Support and Transport. And um we are, of course, visiting and going around different Rotary Clubs, giving speeches, giving presentations. We are getting help from a lot of Rotary Clubs here in Yorkshire. I mean, my own, Howarth and Worth Valley, Skipton, Crame and John's Club, Bradford, Bradford West, Settle, Shipley. Lots of goodwill going on there. But um, yeah, this is, if, if we can plug something and, and, and make a request is don't forget Ukraine keep supporting uh, Ukraine and if you can support us with uh, raising funds for that £20,000 so that we can continue delivering aid to to Ukraine this coming year. Yeah, and and I guess finally that there doesn't appear to be an end in sight to the war, unfortunately, but even if there was an end in sight, the humanitarian need is going to go on for some time 
once it ends, isn't it? Yes. I mean, there there will be an enormous need for reconstruction. I mean, imagine cities that we've heard in the news, Mariupol and, and of course, Kherson, but many, many, many cities and villages um, that are not getting that kind of spotlight in the international media have been devastated and destroyed. So, and the infrastructure that we hear about, I mean, I was there during the blackout of November when the whole country went completely dark and it was very eerie. And then um, thinking of that, how many people have in Kharkiv, for example, lived since, since pretty much March, April without electricity at all. And then we have these cold, dark winter months. It's very difficult to, and, and you know, soul crushing quite to think about how, how much people have gone through. And then if the world were to end tomorrow, we'd still have to rebuild everything. Uh, the Ukrainians would still have to rebuild everything and they definitely need everyone's support as much as possible. Yeah, well, you've got a lot of support here uh, for people uh, really appreciating what you're doing and I know there are people like you all over uh, the region, all over the country, um, providing that help as well. So we, we send our big thanks to you and everything you and your colleagues are doing as well. Really nice to speak to you and, um, you know, Please do, as we say, support um, support that by giving a donation if you can uh, towards those uh, those transport costs, and we'll put some links on our website as well. Uh, nice to speak to you, Amelia. I'm sorry the circumstances are uh, are not great that we speak to you, but it, it's um, it's good to get your experiences and your your thoughts on what's been going on. Yes, thank you so much, Stuart, for having me on and for letting me also say thank you to Yorkshire. It's been amazing to see the generosity, the solidarity and the sort of communal spirit of everyone turning up to support Ukraine. We really appreciate this. And, and if there's any more and of it, then please just reach out to Rotary Club Skipton and Craven. They can uh, help direct the, the support the funds race towards our transport course that will be very great and if i may just say finally slava ukraini